Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio.
Alekwana Kofi Wari Awo Onlo Utuni Iwo Ara Afanbo Osi O Batala Mi Ita Neebo O Nilio Abanishu Eshu is the respected elder that blogs, confronts, and uncovers fools that one versed in mysteries uses truth to own you. He causes scatter to beat poverty. O Batala shakes rascals to have sacrifice. The owner of warnings is the one who is Eshu. May I ever reach your room. May I ever be accepted. May I ever allow what we desire to come to pass. And so we all say, Ashe, Asheo, Ashe. Blessed peace and love, joy and prosperity, elevation, revelations and manifestation right here right now in this divine moment in time space you are now listening live to the divine prince pan-african spiritualist practitioner author and advisor elagoon oloye hudu obeya bokur sharing with you in all things spiritual cosmic evolutionary revolutionary healing and holistic from a Pan-African hoodoo, world spiritualist perspective, understanding that all is truly and indeed a blessing. If you can just see beyond the veils, for it is all just an illusion and a test and one of the greatest divine mysteries of this life cycle. This is my constant prayer, my mantra, affirmation, reverberation, Reiteration, and it is indeed my personal ever living reality. It is crucial and critical to the foundation of my understanding, my teaching, my being, my walk, my work, my demonstration along this divine, all blessed life path and journey. It is how I, the divine prince, make sense out of all that we're challenged with here in our daily existence on Mother, Father, Earth. And it is my personal place of power and understanding. That place from where I begin, the place from where I realize and understanding that I, as I alone, create and co-create my divine destiny, and I, and I alone, create and co-create my divine, all-blessed reality. And so it is. Ashe. Ashe, oh, Ashe. Today is Friday, 5 15 2020. What's my numerologist out there? 5 15 2020. That's a 20, 20, 20. That's a six. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's a two, two, two. Yes, indeed. Today is May 15th, 20. I am emanating and vibrating with you and for you live virtually, verbally, cosmically, 
quantum universally from this working temple of the house of the divine prince. House of the divine prince. <laughs> High potions and hoodoo central LLC. And I am sharing with you all things spiritual. And holistic from a pan African hoodoo spiritualist. Understanding it all is truly and indeed a blessing. If we could just see beyond the veils, illusion, and a test, and one of the greatest divine mysteries of this life cycle, I welcome you to this shared circle of gods and goddesses, this creative space that we create, that we choose to create each and every day at high noon U.S. Central Standard Time. Here on Blog Talk Radio, which is where I originated this show some 11 or 12 years ago, uh, of course, now I can be viewed on YouTube. I can now be experienced on Instagram, on my Earth Cam page, on I think at least two of my Facebook pages, my Periscope, Twitter page, and I welcome you. I greet you. The creation of sacred space is critical to all that we do, all that who we are, all who we say we be, where we be at any given time, space, the creation of sacred, sacred space. And, and that would be literal and figurative. The space in which you live in, in which you reside in, in which you worship in, in which you operate in, but also in which you live in, in which you operate in, <laughs> in which you originate in, which, which is this temple. This body temple that, that contains goddess, that contains God, however we define contain. How well can you con contain something divine, something create, creative, something all-powerful, something that not only dwells within, but then spills out into the world, into the universe? There is no demonstration in here that does not ultimately spill out here. And I kind of woke up in a really positive mood this morning. I mean, I was on fire. I was ready to go. I, I dealt with my technological glitches, as you can see. And I was truly and still am ready to move it forward. But let me tell you, I, I warn y'all against that homepage, Facebook homepage, Instagram homepage, the Twitter homepage, albeit YouTube homepage. If it's anything that's going to get stuck in your cross, that, that's going to hit the fat meat, that, that's going to pierce to the, to the bone, you know, um, it's going to be on the homepage. Just, whew, I just don't understand the people who don't get it. I, I just don't understand. And, and as a spiritualist, I was reminded this morning, it's my birthright to be a revolutionary. It's my birthright to be an activist as a spiritualist. Oh, oh, I know that people don't get that in today's demonstration. When you turn on your TV, when you're looking at your cable programming, when you're on your Instagram homepage, and you see a lot of foolishness, a lot of buffoonery, <laughs> a lot of coonery, not just in politics, not just in spirituality and religion, but in the, in the weather, 
in the season, in, in the environment in which we exist today. There is a hand that does not want you to believe. I'm not talking about me. I'm not talking about believe the voodoo. <laughs> there is a hand that does not want you to believe anything. Not in yourself, not in the government, not in the system, not in your religious houses, not in your spiritual houses, not in your quiet little organizations. They don't want you to believe anything, anything. And just imagine, which is easy to do, a world in which an individual believes nothing, not what they see, not what they hear, not what they can read, not what they can learn, not what they can absorb, nothing, nothing. And it's been fueled on radicalism, <laughs> you know, over-the-top demonstrations, over-the-top commentary. And I heard a scientist slash medical professional speaking, you know, they keep leaking the truth. If you would and open your ears, they keep leaking the truth. You just have to listen, pay attention. And so today it is speak with authority and conviction. If you speak loudly, if you sing, if you are aggressive in your projection, you're spewing the virus. And they're still unclear how long that can hang in the air. And so some of you already know, you've been on my Instagram, you've been on my Twitter, you, you already know I'm worked up. I got a neighbor who says, this is all imaginary. This is all a fictional fairy tale written by the government. That's what my neighbor believes. And he's okay to believe what he believes. That is his American right, to believe what he believes. But you're walking around with no man. You said out your mouth that you mock people who would wear a mask. And let me be clear, he's white, gay, white, I would say upper middle class, maybe better. Okay, the very population that's not mentioned a whole lot in the media. They want you to understand that 70% of the numbers, 60% of the numbers, 80% of the numbers are African American. And the minute that information dropped and became clear, your president dropped it. Your governments dropped it. Your community leaders dropped it. And they're ready to move on to economics. Economics. And it, and it, 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 it pulls on my ancestral memory. I, I, I then could remember through my blood, through the ancestors who stand up in my blood, a time when the same argument, we got to save economy, was made about your black ass, about slavery, and the abolition of slavery. What about our livelihoods? What about our bank accounts? What about our pensions? What about our property? What about our land? What about our businesses? Oh my God, we're gonna starve if we don't maintain power, if we don't maintain control. And now I'm hearing we're going to starve if we don't just open this up. And where is it being opened up? <laughs> it's being opened up where you are. 
Atlanta, where you are, Milwaukee, and it's being gauged slowly where I am. And I respect my leaders who are gauging it slowly, who have already made it clear that it, the soon, as soon as we see a problem, we pull in it back. But my hat's off, my hat's off to the wives, to the erudite, to the conscience folk that exist among us who are staying a black ass at home, who are not going to be a part of an experiment, who are not going to just walk out and see what happens. Oh, wait a minute. We might have a problem. Let's pull this back. That won't be me. That won't be me. And I pray <laughs> it won't be you. Greetings, Jay White. I love that email, by the way. That, you all up in my head, Jay White. You already know where I'm going with this. Um, greetings, everyone. But I'm on a little bit of a tangent this morning. Again, if you saw my Instagram, <laughs> you saw my Twitter, there's no way. First of all, there's never been any way you can discuss voodoo without race. Hear me clearly under the sound of my voice. Voodoo is a descendant of a product of slavery and white supremacy. We wouldn't have no voodoo in the new world without slavery, without white, white supremacy. In the perfect world, we would have been and still be right where we were supposed to be. Igbo land, Hausa land, Fala land, Fon land, Airway, Yoruba. We wouldn't have to figure that out. Now, post Middle Passage, because I dare say post racialism and post slavery, post Middle Passage, now we have to remind ourselves who we are. And, and, and there are hands at work that want to move religion away from voodoo, that want to move culture away from voodoo, that want to move ethnicity out of the way of voodoo, the way we treat paganism, the way we treat religion. Come as you are. Come as you are. All oh, please come as you are. And have your credit cards and your wallets open as you approach. Be prepared to submit to this God and this book and this institution. Whoever you are, wherever you are, we don't care. We don't see your color. We don't see your ethnicity. But we're going to hit you over the head with this cross. We're going to hit you over the head with this Bible. We're going to hold a machete to your throat as you accept this Quranic teaching. Voodoo ain't got no footprint like that nowhere in the world. Nowhere ever in the world. And so indeed, those who claim voodoo, you got to claim revolution. You got to claim activism. You got to claim active participation in the freedom and liberty and justice of humanity. And particularly those who, who have the blood of voodoo running through their veins. Oh, I, oh, I know y'all don't like this. This ain't a popular topic. We, we want to dance around this. Can't we all just get along? Can't we just, okay, but I'm looking at your demonstration. See, it's one thing to say something out your mouth. 
it's a whole nother thing for me to sit back and watch your behavior and watch what you do and how you act and how you treat people. Y'all can go out there and be a statistic if you want to, not me. Y'all can walk on out there and test the next person's hygiene if you want to, <laughs> not me, <laughs> okay? And if I can get it delivered, brought to me, sent to me, mailed to me, and I can bleach it off, because you still can't get no Lysol spray nowhere, but, but I can bleach it off, that's how I'm going to live. No, there won't be no in-house readings. Are you, are you tripping? No, there will be no in-house ceremony. I'm paying attention. They're still cutting programs. They're still reorganizing uh, celebrations. They are still canceling and eliminating events that would have otherwise taken place. Not right now, not in the summer, in the winter. We heard a professional say yes, yesterday, we might be headed for the ugliest winter in history, the deadliest winter in history. Um, you, you're talking about the black girl, uh, hoodoo occultism, who we ignored, who was gunned down by the police, who was murdered, minding her business, you know, uh, an essential worker. And you know, I'm talking about that every day for the last two weeks. Where are you hoodoo practitioners at now? Where are you witches at now? Where you wanna be readers and psychic readers at now? When all of this madness is happening, I know you just wanna fool with magic boxes and, and, and make believe money and, and you know, freaky love spells and, 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 and yoni eggs. I get it, I get it. it ain't none of that voodoo. It ain't none of that voodoo. It ain't none of that authentic to your ancestors. Ain't nothing, none of that authentic to spiritual practice and tradition. Where are my prayer warriors at now? Where are my candle masters at now? With all of this happening? I don't get it. We're in a state of war, people. We're in a state of war. What don't you understand about that? What don't you get about that? What else needs to happen? For you to get that, I, I'm, I'm confounded. Not for myself, for you. I'm confounded, not by the propaganda. None of that confounds me. I, I don't care who it's coming from. I don't care what side it's, it's emanating from. None of that confounds me. I'm confounded by you. <laughs> Just like Howard Stern said. Uh, yeah, I'm confounded by you and your behavior. I'm not surprised by white supremacy. I'm not surprised by racism. I'm not surprised by brutality and ignorance and fear. Unfortunately, it's a human condition. What I'm surprised is how many people are falling for it. What I'm surprised is how many people refuse to read it, refuse to study on their own, refuse to investigate, and still wanna be spoon-fed Foolishness. I'm surprised. I'm surprised by the so-called conservative evangelical right community who's now buying into all of these lies. I'm shocked. I'm shocked by that.
since when did grab it by the pussy become evangelical? Since when? Since when did did uh, uh, the abuse and bastardization of women become somehow religious and, and, and a spiritual cause to stand behind? I'm not confused by the weather. I'm confused by you. I'm confused by your behavior. <laughs> I'm, I'm confused by you all's lack of response, lack of reaction, lack of conversation. We, we'd rather hide. We, we'd rather put our hand, head in the sand. We'd rather say, oh, well, I don't watch the news and I don't, I don't pay attention to all of that stuff. And I, I, just, I just, you know, right. You just a silent contributor to this madness. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm beginning to see it, I'm telling you, because these folks that I'm seeing jogging and walking your dogs and walking around and got your booty shorts on and, and, and like, like ain't no virus, like ain't no virus. And our mayor said, come on out. Exercise, be about, put a mask on your face. NOPD said, put a mask on your face. City Hall said, put a mask on your face. Now, I want you in your community, who you see walking around without no mask on? Who do you see for the most part walking around? Now, I know that's going to be contingent to a great degree on your neighborhood, on where you live. But those of us who live in sort of the more mixed, diverse, urban communities, we see a little bit of everybody every day and, and we can see the behavior. And, and for those of you who can't see it, it it's being broadcast, it, it's being tweeted, it's on IG, it's on Facebook, P people doing what they, what they want to do, what they think they can do, people challenging you in the process and race and racism is being played with, it's being toyed with. It's interesting to me what videos make it to the viral and, and what don't, and, and what portion of the video. So, so we see a young girl, black girl, I think New York City, the Bronx Queen somewhere, being wrestled to the ground by the police, you know, with a mask on right about here, with a child with her, have y'all seen that viral video yet? And and it, it it reminds me of I was telling my mom this how unique the alt right, the, the racist right, conservative right, evangelical Christian right, how how closely their position sometimes mirrors this viral position that we see online. And I've already warned y'all about COINTEL more than once. If you did, if you had, were too young to know, I broke it down. If you were old enough to know, I reminded you how COINTEL works. And so pay attention to who's behind these posts now. Pay attention to who, who is it, not who shared it and reshared it and reshared it. Y'all know that's intentional because most of y'all are going to reshare the post without saying where it came from, who originated it, who originally posted it. Y'all not thinking that way. I do, and there are many other 
you know, watchdogs and, and, and hound dogs and spy dogs out there who do. I want information. I, I want to know who said it, who posted it, who else was there when it happened. But what's salacious, what's emotional, what gets you at the most carnal, basic level, that's what makes it to what's viral. And it's not always true. It's not always factual. It's not always evidence what, what we're seeing, what we're happening, what's happening. And, and then we end up going into the month-long, the year-long debates about it. When lives are at risk, lives are being lost. That, that young Black woman, um, help me out with her name again. She's not coming back. The Owens girl is not coming back. The brother that was killed in Texas is not coming back. And, and many of you are already on to the next thing. You know, how soon you gonna get your nails done? What? What? How soon you gonna get your hair did? Really? Really, Wendy Williams, really? I mean, come on. There's so much more happening. And listen, I get it. If you're about entertainment, be about entertainment. If you're about comedy, be about comedy. If you're about, you know, satire, be about satire. But don't play around with the voodoo. Respect the voodoo. Res whatever you do, respect the voodoo. And so don't don't confuse real ethnocultural life with entertainment. Don't confuse spirituality and religion with some of this foolishness that y'all are doing online for likes and follows. Uh, listen, I appreciate the likes and follows. Keona remind y'all to like, follow, subscribe, because y'all sit here and look at me and then, and then go give the thumbs up to some, some foolishness. But don't come knocking on my door. Don't come desperately looking for no reading from me when when the bottom fall out, and I've already warned you about the bottom. I've already told you. We are here to hear from spirit. Are we not? In this space, we either here to hear from spirit organically, authentically, unabashedly, without bias, without opinion, without interference, or, or, or we could be watching entertainment, or we could be grooving to music. We could be doing something else. This is real. This is real. Excuse me. Is this real enough for you yet? Is this indeed real enough for you yet? And are you prepared for another six months, nine months of, of not moving? not going anywhere, changing your lifestyle. All it required was us to change our habits, to wash our hands, to be clean, to, to pay more attention to, um, to our hygiene and the hygiene of those around us. And that was mocked. That was, that was, that was made fun of. That was joked about. Greetings on Marcus Art. Greetings, Arisha, beloved uh, Tamara Bragg. Welcome, welcome. And so we did have a, a certain flattening that was taking place. But now they're trying to 
keep it hushed. Now they're trying to keep it quiet. Now they're trying to get, you know, Dr. Fauci and whoever else might say something intelligent. Um, they're trying to diss them and 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 make fun and 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 make a joke and 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 they want y'all to be confused. Y'all, they want you all to be confused because I'm not confused. Many in this room ain't confused. <laughs> there are many out there in our communities that are not confused about what's happening right now, about population control right now. And so in, in, a, in a room of voodoo, we have to talk about that. We have to talk about herbs, plants, produce, chicken, you know, for, for my meat eaters out there, are you paying attention? Are you paying attention? Did, didn't I say a food shortage was coming? I said right about mid-May. And, and we still got some food a little bit. We still got some meat. But how expensive is it? How much do that carton of eggs cost you right about now? And how quiet in the last week or so has, has the media been? lacking an update, if you will, about Tyson's food and all the other uh, factory workers out there who, you know, not too long ago was, was contracting the coronavirus in large numbers to create this slowdown, you know, that, that we're now experiencing in, in terms of the food. I've been paying attention, but y'all called me crazy. <laughs> I did show after show after show from, from what, March 9th? And y'all saw me get up and run to the door and, and get a box. Yeah, I ain't been to no Walmart. I ain't been to no Walgreens. I ain't been on no bus, no train, no trolley, no Uber, no, nothing since the first of the month. And, and I make that one journey to the ATM, to the bank to pay my rent, and that's it. And if I didn't have to do that, I'm going to get my landlord now to create some kind of system where I can direct deposit, boo-boo. Because we ain't going to be no exchange. No. No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And if you call yourself a spiritualist and you can't see, now is the time. If you call yourself a reader and you can't put it on tape, uh-huh. Check that. Check that. You, you a reader. But you're scared to get it on record. You're scared to get it recorded. You're scared to get it on video. Because everything I do and I say is an archive. Right? I don't go back and, and, and no. I don't go back and edit and cut it out and tinker. No. It's all 100. That's why I'm the king of New Orleans movies. The king, the leader of New Orleans, of authentic New Orleans movie. I know y'all not used to this energy, okay? <laughs> but things are shifting. Things are shifting. My mama feel it. My sister feel it. And if y'all can get up and say foolishness and reinforce foolishness, particularly in social media, truth tellers have to speak out. Truth tellers have to speak out. Truth tellers have to go on record because no matter what happens to the left or the right, it's on record. 
It's documented. I beg y'all, I beg y'all when y'all call me, document and record. Please take notes and record because no human can do both at the same time. You, you just can't. If you ever sat through a lecture at a university, if you ever sat through a, a, a discussion on my show, you've been through a lecture at a university, you can't write down verbatim every single word you hear and hear at the same time and, and have an opinion about it at the same time. Because a lot of y'all have an opinion about it even before we get to the period. Even before you know what's being said, even before you understand the point, you already know the point. That's that propaganda, you know, loud voice that we hear right now in media, in social media, in, in the podcast spectrum, in, in Twitter. The loud, comical, entertaining, ignorant, nonsensical voice that says just the craziest things and, and it's entertaining, but you would never want your kids to do it. You would never take it seriously. Oh, God, I would hope not. If we talk about saving your life, if we talk about you being here in 21, 22, many of you know I'm a, I'm a masking black carnival Indian. People are talking about 21. What you going to do in 22? Are you, what are you saying for right now? Because right now we ain't got nothing but time to sow. Nothing but time to be productive. For whatever year we're going to come forward, for whatever year we're going to come through, shame on you in 21 or 22, uh, and you don't have a two-year suit. Shame on you. Shame on you, okay? And I said it on record. Shame on you. Uh, let me check my phone now because I've been talking. I ain't checked my line. Area code 845-277-9143. 4527791143. I welcome you. I appreciate you. If you have a question, a comment, or request, please do press the number one on your telephone keypad. This will allow me an opportunity to unmute your mic, virtually raise your hand, if you will, on my switchboard, and it will give me an opportunity to unmute your mic and invite in your question, comment, or request. And I welcome them all. I'm not the guy who I demand or expect people to always agree with me. In fact, I'm not that guy at all, if you've been paying attention. Am I strong about my position? Absolutely. Am I strong about what truth is? Absolutely. But I've done my homework. Especially if we're talking about voodoo. I'm talking about what I've lived, what I've experienced, what's happened to me, for me, in me, around me. I don't, I don't debate back and forth what I don't know. I don't touch it. And I, and I don't debate back and forth what I don't understand. So don't misinterpret my strength and my position and my inability to hear other people's position. My friend, my gay white friend, I welcomed his commentary. I doubt very seriously at any point in their conversation he had any sense of how deeply he had penetrated <laughs> the no-go zone emotionally. I doubt he had any opportunity. I didn't want him to know that I disagreed 
you know, yeah, I disagreed, but I didn't want him to shut down and stop talking. So I didn't over-talk him. I didn't say, oh, dude, that's, that's just crazy. No, I didn't. Really? You really believe that? That's what I said. And, I, and you open way for discussion because, listen, if you're the enemy, I'd rather know it. I'd rather know it. Don't duck. Don't hide. Don't DL on my time. I don't play the DL shit. I don't play the secret closet shit from nobody. Politically, spiritually, religiously, I don't from nobody. Okay? I'd rather know than not know. I'd rather see than not see. I'd rather hear than not hear. And, and some of you are so insecure because it's really about insecurity, about your truth, about your position, about your religion, about your politics, about your belief of, about what's happening, that you can't hear anybody's opinion. The minute you hear it, it's an argument. It's a debate. It, it, it's a blow up. We start insulting and 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 calling and calling names. You know, it, it takes me back to the beginning of this pandemic, to the beginning of our awareness of this pandemic, the first week of March. Remember the story, and I was out and about, and I stood back and waited so that there weren't too many people occupying the space. And and then a white gentleman decided to cut ahead and go right on in, and I allowed him to, and I stood back. But then I watched him contaminate the counter, contaminate the, the display case. Then when I said, hey, wait a minute, we can't do this. Not right now. He got aggressive. Because after all, black opinions don't matter. You do understand that. You do understand white folk can say whatever they want to say. And it's a legitimate argument. It's a little bit tr a legitimate truth. We should get, but the minute I say it, you say it, oh no, you know, we're open to be insulted. Our president does it every day. The minute a black, brown, red, yellow, or woman says it, oh, it's foolishness. Oh, I'm on to the next question. I gave you an opportunity to speak. I'm on to the next question. I know y'all saw it. <laughs> I know y'all saw it. Just, just imagine that happening at the street level. <laughs> just imagine that happening just, just in the hood, okay? Every tooth in the mouth would have been slapped out. You know what I mean? It's crazy what we accept. What we accept at the, at the government level, at the political level, at the, at the administrative level, at the corporate level. It's amazing what we will accept. But you can't accept your brother's opinion. You can't accept your sister's opinion. You can't accept diversity opinion within your family or your neighborhood or your community, which is where it matters the most, by the way. Because we, we can disagree and agree to disagree and still come together for our own good and still come together for the common good and still look out for our best interests. And somehow still today, we don't seem to be able to do that. Or we choose a side that really don't care about you. 
okay? All of you black and brown and red and yellow, you know, who voted for the Trumpster, the Orangester, I mean, excuse me, forgive me, I didn't mean to say. <laughs> okay, does he care about you now? Does he care about you now? And he will not care about your vote or your opinion when it's time to hit the, the election box again. I, I tell you, I don't, I'm like Howard Stern. I don't get it. I don't get it. I, I, I don't understand what you all are seeing and believing and processing and then how it's showing up in your behavior, especially voodoo folks. Hey, one Lapani girl, that's my sister, y'all. I didn't even know y'all, you were in the room, boo. Greetings, beloved. Tell uh, Christopher and Gary and the pets, I said, chiller, but welcome to the room. Yeah, I, I'm watching, like Howard Stern, I'm watching y'all's behavior. I'm watching y'all's response. And it's alarming to me when the white supremacists and the so-called black conscious folks sound alike, message mirror each other. Because some of y'all walking around, you ain't got no mask on either. And you think you young and you healthy and this don't infect you. Because you, you can't say it don't affect black people anymore. But but now y'all playing that, well, it, it, it's youth people. And, and now they're proving that it's affecting youth people. Oh, well, no, it's not going to affect the baby. And now we're getting evidence of affecting the baby. Oh, it's not going to affect somebody who don't have pre-existing conditions. And now we have a laundry list of people, young, healthy people with no pre-existing existing, you know, conditions that now are manifesting this. I'm, listen, I've had it with the foolishness. I've had it with the foolishness. And, and I'm not going to tuck and hide, but I'm no longer going to stifle my show, my spirit, my energy. Yeah, I try to keep it real. Who do? I try to keep it real spirituality and religion, but how spiritual and religious are you? Really, when I look at your demonstration, when I look at your behavior, who are you going to be six months from now, nine months from now, if you're still with us? Who are you going to be? What will you have contributed to this? To the upliftment of or, or, or to the bringing down of. Because these numbers will continue to rise. People will continue to die. And some of you will say, well, I had nothing to do with that. The virus is out there. But if you're helping to support propaganda, okay, if you're helping to give people a false sense of comfort, a false sense of freedom, a, a false sense of mobility, you contributed. I'm, I, listen, every time I say stay home, I'm grateful to the city of New Orleans who, who retweeted my post, who, who agreed with me, to the Mayor Cantrell who agreed with me, to, to the CDC who agrees with me. Stay your black ass home. Stay home. Stay home. If you ain't got to go nowhere, if it ain't necessary, if it can be brought to you, if it can be delivered to you, if you got that cousin, that brother that's 20, that's 30, who thinks they're invincible, 
Make them wear masks, but let them go to the store. Let them bring it to you, but don't let them in your house. Don't hug. Don't, don't shake a hand. Thank you, baby. I'll call you later. And then wipe it down, bleach it down, spray it down, and bring it to your face. But don't. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Come on now. Remember the urgency just two weeks ago, and now y'all ready to go out there. Now y'all ready to shop and go to the club and get your nails done and get your hair did, you know. And I hate that because we say get your nails done and your hair did, as if men aren't going now to the barbershop or getting shaved, you know, or getting their shoes shined, you know, or, or, or going to the cleaners, you know, or whatever. I'm talking about all of y'all, male, female, black and white. I, I just don't get it. Uh, honey, my blog talk radio number is area code 845-277-9143. When you're ready with your question, comment, or request, do press the number one on your telephone keypad. I'll be more than happy to unmute your mic and bring you into this conversation. Greetings, beloved Kiona D. Carter. Welcome to the show. Greetings. How are you doing today, beloved? Greetings. I am, I am good, and you? All is a blessing. All is a blessing. I am so guilty of, because um, when, when I've been following this story with this virus since it was first announced, and with me, laughter is the best medicine for me. I, I it, it helps me so much. So, I did post on my social media, I want to get my fake fingernails back. It's not that I'm trying to undermine and and <laughs> just not be so serious about the virus, but I do. I miss my fake yeah. fingernails, you know. I but at you, the same girl. time, I'm not running around here. But I'm not running around. I haven't been outside in forever. You know, everything has been delivered to me. And when I almost went outside, you had to grab me by the back of my neck and pull me in, you know. And I, I've been, I literally have been in the house, you know. But, um... It's, it's serious out here. And then when they released it here in California, three people in San Bernardino died the first day. I was like, oh, yep. okay, that's how y'all doing it. I'm like, I felt I wanted to hear that what they say in the rake, right? You know, <laughs> like, y'all ain't got no vaccine and everybody want to run outside. Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to let y'all go and do y'all thing. But right. I hear, I hear right. every word that you're saying. That's right. It, it was urgent a week ago, a month ago. It's deadly. We got to lock it down. And now, because everybody didn't die, you're opening up. Because billions of people didn't die, you ready to open it up? Because that's what's being said. That's what my friends said. Well, they said a whole bunch of people was going to die. Yeah, a whole bunch of black people died. And, and that don't matter to you. It, it wasn't enough white people dead for this to make any. And, and I would be okay if they just said that. I mean, just come out and say it. Well, I'm white. And, you know, at least be honest, it works me like how it turns that people aren't honest about it, that people want to lie and perpetrate about it, that people want to say that this is about economy. Um, 
Wapani, where are you, beloved? Did you press the number one when you called in? I got somebody from Missouri on the line, but I'm not sure if it's Wapani. There she is. This restaurant um, owner here said something so stupid. This restaurant owner, he had opened before they had lifted the stay-at-home order, and so it was all over the news. And so this man of another ethnicity says, well, I opened because what would you rather die and be broke, or would you rather die and have your mortgage paid? I said, what difference does it make? If Yeah, if we're going to die. Exactly. Pawnee, <laughs> thank you so much, beloved. Your mic is open. Greetings, greetings. I was trying to set my, my phone up. Um, Gary had said he couldn't hear it well. He'd rather hear the TV, but I told him there's a lag on the YouTube versus listening in on Blog Talk Radio. I turned my volume up. You're you're clear. Thank you, Boo. Yes, indeed. Did you have a comment for us today? Not at this time. I just uh, tuned in. I wanted to get some of that knowledge before I head out in the garden. So unless something piques my interest, I'm a listener. Okay, great. I appreciate it. And listen, forgive me if I'm not, you know, spitting knowledge for y'all today as, as it relates to, you know, conjure, root work, you know, hoodoo. And, and we already have established sort of my belief about that. People who are, are really here in this audience to learn that, to embrace that, they're actively in motion. They're actively living that out every day. But then there's a larger percentage of this of this audience that me and Keona have talked about it more than once. Y'all just here to appropriate the voodoo. Y'all just here to see what you can copy and paste, you know, and not give credit for and not give recognition for and then carry that back to your coven. And then carry that back to your lair. And so I might not feed you like that today. Because politically I'm worked up. Socially I'm worked up. And you cannot be a spiritualist of any type and not be an activist and not be a revolutionary and not be actively involved in the livelihood of your people, of your community. So I do not want my community out there walking around all willy-nilly like ain't nothing happening, like it ain't a thing to worry about, like, like it's September 2019, you know, I, I don't want to see that happen. And every day I open my door, step out on my stoop, you know, and if any of my neighbors are listening, I, I can't apologize. I see you. I see you in your coochie shorts and your booty shorts and and, and your cutoff and, and, and walking your dogs and jogging and, and kee hee hee, and you ain't got on master first. Some of you, you know, know you being watched, and then they run, you know, to their destination. <laughs> you know, so they don't want to get caught on camera. Not that I'm photographing folks, but maybe I should. Maybe I should be photographing what I see on my block, you know, as it relates to who cares about this virus or not. You know, I, I just don't get it. I, I've noticed here of late, my delivery men are wearing a mask. Now, two weeks ago, some of them were not. But I'm noticing now the UPS, FedEx guy, the the the, the post office guy, they, they got on the map. 
And I assure you, they have information about what's really happening. Not that they have information that we don't have access to, but you better be sure that those corporations are concerned about what affects them the most. And so if the okay. mayor says, yes. If I, I don't know if you had mentioned this earlier. I was late to the show, but Obama had uh, put out information back in 2014 about, you know, it's possible in five years, he said maybe 10, that uh, a massive pandemic was going to come about and we, we ought to be prepared. And that was nipped in the bud. Now, from a political place, I don't understand what the motivation would be to not support him in preparing a nation for an inevitability just like this and why the current administration would still dump blame on Obama like it's his fault that we're in this position. Um, Neophyte Bakur Tourist just sort of reposted it. Black people are affected by this in great numbers but the economy needs to stay alive. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's black people's lives versus the economy. It's black and brown people and, and Asians. Let's not forget that China, you know, was the first spot. America don't care any more about Asians than they do about Hispanics than they do about black people. Let's be clear. Our effective but we got to keep the economy moving forward. So we sacrifice black lives, especially you black lives matter. Uh-huh. How much do black lives matter now? How much do black lives matter now? And we all so quiet about it. Why y'all not active in this? And so that's, that, that, Wapani, that, for me, that's it. Right. Too many black numbers, so this isn't important. This isn't relevant in, in, in with the saving of the economy. And it, and it reminds me of, it took me right back, you know, kind of this morning when I got on this tangent, it took me right back to slavery. It's right mm-hmm. You know, it was Black lives versus the economy. Black lives versus the economy. And as uh, Chef Bougie says, and we are the economy and always have been. <laughs> we are the economy. So, so when enough of you black folks die off and you can't do Walmart and Burger King and McDonald's, uh, what are the other big corporations? Who's who going to do them jobs? Who's going to Who's going to be the hotel cleaners and workers? Who's going to drive the buses and the trains and the subways and, and the streetcars? If, if now economy is more important than black lives. And thank you, uh, Chef Bougie. We are the economy. Always have been. And that's why, you know, in my eyes, in my vision, there's this black conscious community who's out echoes that of the white supremacists right now, of those hardcore uh, patriots that are out there saying that, you know, the country is being uh, 
consciously economically destroyed, and so therefore we should we should open it up. But who's going to do the work if, if everybody's sick? Who's going to do the work? There's a problem in St. Rose. Yeah, I said it. It's a problem in St. Rose. I got too many boxes, too many packages that fly through the system until they get to St. Rose, Louisiana. I got one that's that's been absent for like eight days now, nine days now. We know what's going on. People sick. You ain't got no drivers. You ain't got no support staff. You don't have people in place to keep things moving forward. So open the economy if you want to. We are the economy. We are the economy. So if, if we're all exposed to this virus, you know, whether it's a, a, a experiment um, to make sure that enough antibodies are created, I, I don't know. I, I'll be in that number. There will really be no antibody factory going on, not here, because I'm not going to get the virus. Um, Rapani, is that you, girl? You got some background noise, so let me uh, put you on mute. Yeah, let me go. I just, I just, I'm leaving my mic. <laughs> I'm going to mute my okay. mic. Thank you, boo. Um, Erico 310, 310. Welcome, beloved. Your mic is open. Who's calling and where are you calling from? Hey, Prince. This is Didi. Didi, hi, man. Hey, Didi. How you doing? I'm doing fine. How about yourself? All, all is a blessing. Thank you for calling in. What's your question or comment? What do you think nature will do to burst what's going on with what they're trying to do in a, a matrix mindset? I want you to say that for me one more time. What you think the spiritual world, things that, that you know, that's there, that's hidden, but it's still there, versus what they're trying to do in a physical world with this lockdown and, you know, like us not trying to gather like we normally do. Okay, and you're, and you're asking um, – what do I think the spirit realm feels, or mm-hmm. what? Or like, you, like I had put in the uh, chat room, you know, earthquake hit a six point four uh, earthquake hit yesterday, and the mm-hmm. weather is, cha- you know, it's different. It's it's something different because I feel it, and I know other people should be knowing that too. But you, what you make? Go ahead. You're making a great point because um, even our meteorologists and scientists reported that, you know, during the shutdown, pollution cleared up in in serious places like China, who has had a major pollution problem for decades. Um, Los Angeles, places, well, Los Angeles now has some of the cleanest air in the country, but they made adjustments. But some of the other bigger areas, um, they noticed that there was a clearing out of pollution and of course, subsequently, your birds act differently. Your insects act, act yeah. differently. Nature has responded to that. Uh, I brought that up. I, I'm going to say about two weeks ago, I, I brought that up on the show that I could yeah. feel that change in the air, that change in the air. So, as I've been saying, um, the really from the beginning, 
we're on a spiritual timeout. Uh, during the moment the pandemic hit, but, but even now, we should still be on more of a spiritual timeout. And so the fact that we are now trying to force a shift, force a change, even before one is present, even before we have an antidote, even, even before there's real evidence that, that no one is no longer in danger, because let's look at the facts. Nothing has changed. They just want to open it up. Nothing has changed. The virus is still out there. It's still a threat. There's no antidote. There's no real quote unquote cure for it. So nothing has changed. So spirit will absolutely push back. Will absolutely respond to that. Um, people are seeing more ghost-like activity and paranormal activity and, and poltergeist activity all over the country. And so people are beginning to wonder how much uh, this affects um, ghosts. And, and, and the spirit realm in, in that regard. I think with the death rate, DD, and people dying suddenly and without preparation and without warning and, and, and without ceremony, um, I'm shocked by the lack of ceremony nationwide for all these deaths. Am I wrong? When have we acknowledged these deaths? When have we mourned these deaths? Right now, we're celebrating college graduates 2020 you know this is their moment that they're, they're losing their moment so let's make sure they're on the news let's make sure they're on tv let's make sure we we acknowledge our our 2020 graduates but who's doing that for the people that are dying who's doing that for the people who are who are being buried who ain't seen their family in two weeks couldn't hug mama before she passed couldn't hug granddad before he passed. Could, you know, the, this is sudden. So, yeah, Didi, we're going to see that show up in the spirit realm for some time to come. I also suggested that it, it is going to show up in mental health. It's absolutely going to show up in mental health because the dead already speak to us. Eglins already speak to us. The, the spirit side already communicates and communes with us. But, but now... This heightened uh, uh, depression rate, this heightened suicide rate, this heightened domestic violence rate. Do, do y'all understand how off the chain murder is right now in terms of domestic violence? Yes. Some of you are in a household that you can't get out of. Some of you are in a household that you don't feel safe in. And these women can't run, can't hide. You know, and they're ending up dead. I, I'm watching it. I'm counting the numbers. I'm seeing it in the news. It's happening in various locations. You know, the, 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 the husband, the man, the boyfriend, killing the wife and the kids, k killing everybody in the house. You know, so that also. Prince, can I tell you yeah, about when I, was, when I was in Los Angeles? And in 2008, it, it wasn't a pandemic like this. But it was like people was losing their jobs and their homes. And they were actually murdering their families because they couldn't take care of their families. And it was mostly European, not, you know, our people, because y'all already got us at the bottom of the totem pole. We're still trying to survive because it's, 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 it's expensive to live out there. Mm -hmm. But yeah. 
yeah, they were killing each other. And I'm like, like I was like, I'm looking at this down the line. It's like this is a replica. It's always a repeat of of like not caring or you, I, I, it's just not how I am. But it just. And can you imagine right now? Can you imagine that they've made alcohol an essential store? Like the alcohol, the alcohol store is open. You can go get that liquor. So now you got a lot of angry drunks out here, and they're shut in with their family. That's 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 a horrible thing to even contemplate to, to wrap my brain around that. Yeah. But drinking don't. I mean, my my father was in the navy for twenty years, and he used to drink. He didn't come and be abusive. He used to pay out money. He was in, in the submarine underwater. I mean, that's not it. It's things within people that they don't want to deal with. I'm vegan. Oh, you're a drink. Oh, this is the kind of clothes you. This is the kind of neighborhood you in. That's that. It's like finding excuses. It's how you treating people. And people can see how you treat them. Don't hide behind no, none of that. It's, I got more yeah. money than you. I got a bigger house than you. I got a better car than you. It ain't just that drinking. I could fall and drink by myself and not bother nobody. But still, people will find issues with people. And that's just facts. Yeah. Um, and, and, Rapani, I hear you, um, girlfriend, especially from Missouri. Oh, I, once upon a time, Missouri had, from my memory, really strict rules and regulations on, on liquor. Uh, you couldn't buy liquor in, on a Sunday in, in Missouri. So, so I'm, I am surprised uh, by that. Um, and yes, we are seeing food, Walmart, you know, fast food now being seen as essential, you know, um, in, in the climate of, 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 this, of this weather. Uh, and the abuse rate is rising. The the alcoholism rate, the people who are ODing on heroin, um, the, all of those rates um, are rising. All of those rising. Uh, we can't diminish um, DD in any way the effects of, of alcoholism on the family and, and on the people you know around them. Um, but but I see the point that Wakani is trying to make in terms of what's now being made essential, what's now being made, you know, available to us. And as, going back to your question, Dee, Dee all of that's going to shape society. All of that's going to reshape the response that we get and are getting now from the spirit realm. I'm already noticing a pushback from people who don't want to hear, don't want to listen, don't want to understand, or only understand through their own prism of things. And if your prism is not healthy, <laughs> if your prism is, is, is corrupted by drugs or alcohol, if your prism is corrupted by, by mental health, if your system is corrupted by post-traumatic slave disorder, all of these things are going to show up at a higher rate in our culture, at a higher rate in our community. Um, the face of reality TV is in motion right now as we speak. So what can be better now? What can be more ratings generating now? 
than, than life itself. And, and we're not seeing these deaths being acknowledged. We're not seeing this high suicide rate being acknowledged. We're not seeing the, the overuse and abuse right now of, of drugs and alcohol be, being acknowledged. All we're hearing is open up the economy. All we're hearing is we, we got to save the economy. All we're hearing is we got to keep this money flowing. And, and let's not forget the, the, the money that's tucked away that, that's in, in bank accounts, saving accounts, called, you know, at the national level, at the corporate level. These people aren't suffering. You're suffering. These people are not going without. You going without. Those of us that have to work, those of us who are interdependent on the system, that's who is going to be most effective, and, and that's why they don't care. Yes, we are walking April artists, artists, the artist April Incorporated. We are walking another reality. Absolutely, the reality that we once we thought we knew is a reality that we once thought we were comfortable with no longer exists. Businesses alter their behavior for some time to come, and and DD that's going to show. That's for sure going to show up in the spirit realm. Um, hands down. Hands down. Spirit will push back. Intuition is heightened. Uh, telepathy is heightened. Our ability to communicate and, and to connect with each other, both negatively and positively, will, will be heightened. So there will be a spiritual pushback for sure. Please, if you will, you can call me now at 845-277-9143. 845-277-9143. When you're ready with your question, comment, or request, do press the number one on your telephone keypad. This will alert me that there is a caller in queue, and I will be more than happy to unmute your mic and, and bring you on air with us. You are also invited to... Uh, participate live on camera. Join us on StreamYard.com forward slash XYHHCBBWT. And then I think the numbers after that were 45. No, just five. Five H. XYHBBB like Victor. WT. Five H. And you also can be on camera here right now in this most present moment in time space. I appreciate each and every one of you for your presence, your energy, your love, your support, your commentary. And of course, DD, your mic is still open. And anyone who calls in uh, and speaks, your mic will always remain open. Just if you have any background noise, I just ask that you mute yourself um so that we don't hear your background noise and then when you're ready with your next question comment or request then just politely just jump right on back in with us um and we'll just continue on with the show uh those of you who are just sitting and listening i won't open your mic including you kiona until you press the number one again and then i will uh open your mic um, I am a bit worked up today. I am. 
I, I'm not so divine all blessed today, though I am. But even in the realm of, of spirit, you know, there's this space where we get in the air and we get too high and we get too lofty and we get too ethereal and, and we lose touch with reality. And spirituality and religion is about reality. It's about the community. It's about the grassroots. It's about putting in work and, and affecting change that, you know, that, that outlives us all. Making change that affects not only ourselves, but other people. Um, Keona, your mic is open, beloved. And area code 318, um, I think that's hoodoo occultism. I'm going to come to you next. Go ahead, Keona. I thought I had unmuted it. Um, unmuted oh. the mic. I'm still here. I'm listening to you. Oh, okay. You good. Um, Erico 318, beloved, who's calling? This hoodoo occultism. Okay, I thought so. Thank you so much for calling in. It seemed like it's been a while since we heard your voice. What's your question yeah. or comment? Uh, and it might be a little background noise, but I'm going to ask this question. Uh, what do you think about, uh, like, the the cones that's holding up the system, the black people that's, that's telling us, hey, um, you know, President Trump is doing this, President Trump is doing that. In reality, they just have Stockholm Syndrome, like the girl Candace Owens or whatever, uh, justifying the dude, uh, Ahmad Audrey, um, getting shot down by, you know, two white people for looking at a inside a house that was empty. There wasn't even built. So how do you feel about the black people who take up for white supremacy? Yeah, I hear you. That, that's that been a problem since the beginning. Uh, that, that's been a problem since, you know, time memorial when it comes to this conflict uh, about race and ethnicity and colonizing and, and enslavement um, and, and culture. Um, that's an ongoing problem. And we can look historically um, at regions like Kenya, for instance, you know, and, and the Mau Mau. They decided all at once that those who supported the system, worked for the system, backed the system, that they would get rid of them, that they would eliminate them. And, and we don't necessarily believe it, it may have been the right thing to do, per se, but it freed Kenya, finally, from, from, from enslavement. It, it got Kenya back its, its freedom. Now, what, to say there aren't those right now existing in Kenya who might agree with the oppressor, who might have bought into to the oppressor and the oppressor's religion. Yeah, we know that exists. We know that exists right here in our in our own country. But the how do we deal with it? The how do we address it? That's the complicated problem. Now, for me, I do mean, and I do what's right, and I do what's available. And I make moves, even if they aren't popular, if they, even if they aren't celebrated, even if they aren't rewarded. I, I make those moves. And, and we have to get out in the community and make this move 
join these organizations that are making change. Support these businesses, these enterprises that are doing positive things in our community that maybe you as an individual can't do, but do something. Stand up and do something. Um, I'm even more alarmed with the people who won't speak, who won't use their voice uh, out of fear of becoming a target, out of a fear of being seen, out of a fear of being revealed. You know, but, well, if I speak my truth, you know, the other people in my church will know I don't agree with them. The other people in my office will know, you know, that I don't agree with them. Think about all the people who are hiding their opinions about Trump and the presidency because they work in a community of people who support Trump. Or they, or they participate in, in, in a church, you know, where people support Trump. Just, just imagine that. And so, yeah, it, it, it has a lot to do with us putting on our big girl drawers and our big boy underwear and, and, and being able to speak our truth, live our truth, demonstrate our truth in a society that we say is freedom for all people, which we know has never been true, but, but says that, then stand up. And the fear of standing up is loss, regret doors being closed, losing access to, and, and then having to discover other ways. And I'm here to tell you, there are other ways. God looks out for his people. The ancestors look out for their people. There are people, more people at the bottom willing to help than at the top. We see demonstrations of the homeless. We, we see demonstrations of people giving and sharing who have nothing to give and nothing to share. So there are absolutely more hands available at the grassroots level. There's absolutely more hands available at the top. But if we're quiet, if the information is not available, if all they have available to them is foolishness and entertainment and fear and comedy, then they won't know there's a great truth. They won't know there's another alternative. They won't know that there's another option. And so that's why I did this show. That's why. That's why. You, you cannot say, I don't care what your religion, what your belief, what your mindset. You can't say you're spiritual. You can't say you're religious. You can't say you, you have a philosophy. You can't even say you're, you're, you're political with, with an opinion. And religion is not involved in that somewhere. Even if you're an atheist, religion is absolutely at the root. And where religion is involved, racism is involved. White supremacy is involved. Wherever you look at religion, at spirituality, even if we look at ATR, we're actively decolonizing ourselves. We're actively removing the PTSD, the post-traumatic slave disorder. And we make ourselves an active target because those who are operating in ATR authentically change their hair, change their dress, change their wardrobe, change their appearance, change their energy, change their eating habits, change their beliefs. And therefore we make ourselves a target. Therefore we become more visible 
in a climate, in a culture where everybody wants to get along, where everybody wants to look apart, where everybody wants to continue to be accepted as a part of the mainstream so that they aren't then targeted like the minority, like the black man and woman, like the gay man and woman, like the female. We, we already set out to be targets. So we go through all kinds of means to cover that up, to pretend, to, to, well, I just find a way to get along every day and I don't hear that. I ignore that. You, you just have to ignore, that's what we tell our kids. Well, you just have to ignore them, beloved. You know, they don't understand and, and now we're adults, and, and now these people run our lives, and we're still scared to speak. We're scared, still scared to share opinion. We're still scared to to speak out. You all, I'm going to uh, move forward shortly. I appreciate everyone for being present. I do have a real important appointment um, ahead of me. So I'm, I'm open to, my chat is not acting right. Um, Chief Boozy, I'm trying to put your last comment up on the on the board and it, and it won't allow me. It's not moving past rain of love. I guess somebody so, knows I'm what so, really I'm saying. Saying. What can we do? We could protest. We could, we could post safety. We could say this, but it's still not going to change the fact that this virus is wiping out mankind. So if we laugh, if we, you know, we, we see it on the news because we're saturated with it. If we decide that we we miss fake fingernails or we miss going in the yard or we miss, I don't, I'm not understanding what the fault is. And I want to understand. I just, I, I just don't because you're, you're I'm, hearing, I. You're not hearing me. If you don't understand the point, you're not hearing me. I'm talking about. People protesting with no mask in an American flag, talking about we patriots, talking talking about this is our our Republican right, and then on the other hand, poor people who have to make deliveries, who have to work at fast food, who have to go out and about, who ain't got no mask on, and then others who don't have to work, who are essential, who are walking dogs, who are jogging. With no mask on, Kiona. I've, I've been saying that from the beginning of the show. And when you approach these people and ask them why you ain't got no mask on, they're laughing at you. They're saying this virus is not real. They're saying that this is all made up by the government. I, I've been listen. I know you working, and maybe you in and out of the room. But I've been saying this for days. Not just no, today. I heard you every word you said, but I'm just trying to understand where you were coming from because it's like you're, you know, you are passionate about what you're saying, and I'm with you. I'm with you every step of the way, but at the same time, that's them because you're gonna still say your message. You're gonna still speak your truth. If they want to run out of here and get infected, like you say that God speaks in a small, still voice. If they don't want to hear it and they drop dead, and I'm sorry to say it, that's on them. Because how many people have to scream at the top of their lungs what's going on? But I said that. I said that. I said it, it's your patriotic, Republican, white, Christian right 
to going out there and get the virus. What you don't have is the right to bring it back to me. What you don't have is the right to spread it in my community. What you don't have is the right to then jog through my neighborhood with your, with your booty shorts on and your dog with no mask on as if there's no problem. And when it comes to our people, our community, too many of y'all are followers. Too many of you all are going to do what everybody else is doing. Too many of you are going to do what you see. Too many of you are going to do what everybody else says is okay. And you're going to go right out there. 713, I'm coming to you next. You're going to go right out there and get the virus. And then bring it back to my community. That's what I said. If you want to go out there and get Yeah, beloved, 713, come on. Erico, 713. Mic is open. Come on. Yes. Can you hear me? Yes, go ahead. Well, this is the artist April. Greetings, peace and light to everyone. And I just want to say that right now we're just really in survivor mode. And um, this is nothing to be taken lightly. And at the same time, you know, as I look around, I see people that um, benefiting mm-hmm financially out of it that never had been in that place, you know, do with the stimulus checks, the, the food stamps, et cetera, whatever. Um, they're actually living a better lifestyle, you know, in this um, pandemic. But at the same time, it's like the earth is also cleansing itself. And the more that I feel that the earth is cleansing itself, I feel like the government knows that the ancestors are making themselves more aware because the veil is getting thinner. And then at the same time, um, you know, you have people that want to self-heal, that want to um, benefit spiritually from um, gaining the wisdom and knowledge of the things that's going on now, but people don't want to self-heal. People don't want to let go of the illusion. People don't want to let go of the fake lifestyle. People don't want to... Um, obey by the rules by, you know, staying at home, protecting themselves and, and keeping their loved ones safe, you know. And it's it's just a sad it's just a sad time. Mm-hmm. And and I need Keona to understand who I didn't see your post. This ain't a response to I saw your post. I said what I was responding to, Wendy Williams. Wendy Williams started a a what do you call it? Um what do you call it when you post up a question and you ask people to check A, B, or C, a poll? Wendy Williams okay. started a earlier today about when this is over, what is the first thing you want to do? And the only three options were get your hair done, get your nails did, or get your feet did. That was it. It was no other option. And my thing is, someone with that big of a platform, that big of a voice, a real influencer now got our people out there concerned about getting their nails done. When when our last caller, um, beloved, I missed your name, uh, April, April, our last caller said, this is bigger than that. And it absolutely is. And the people who can afford to stay home are staying home for the most part. It's the people who can't afford to stay home 
who are more often than not gonna look like you, Kiona, gonna look like me, gonna look like Dee Dee, gonna look like April. And so that's why I'm yeah. worked up about it. That's why I'm worked up about it. Because these rich yeah. patriots, gun carrying, deer hunting patriots, you can afford that. You got a fish pond on your land. You got cotton yeah. and corn and soybeans on your land. A lot of my people ain't got that. A lot of my people ain't got no land. And so their only yeah. option is going to be to punch that clock, to sign that time sheet. And so as they're opening up, who, who going to be who going to be behind the cash register? Black people, right. brown people, yeah. poor white people, Asian. Mm-hmm. That's who's going to be behind the counter. That, that's who's going to be on the front line of getting exposed to this virus. So, so yeah, mm-hmm. I get worked up. They jogging and, and out there with no mask on and key in. That's great. But then when you start saying out loud and in next door and in Facebook, y'all are stupid for wearing a mask. Y'all are stupid for doing all of these safety measures because this virus ain't real. That's what's out there right now. And some of y'all know you don't listen to talk radio. You don't listen to the talking heads. You don't watch Fox News. You know, you don't watch MSN, NBC and CNN. I do. I'm obsessed with it. So I know that I know that it's out there, y'all. It's out there. And it's not just this minstrel show for white people. It's a minstrel show for all people. And the front line of death is us. It's us. 60, 70, 80% black people, black people. So it's real easy to say, we got to open up the economy. What's missing from that sentence is they need to have those little cartoon bubbles behind their head. We need to open up the economy because this not happening to my people. We need to open up the economy because this ain't affecting white people like that. We need to open up the economy because when I open up my restaurant or my store or my business, I won't be there anyway. My black, Hispanic, Asian crew will be on the front line anyway. It needs to be an extra bubble behind these, this commentary. So, beloved, that's why I'm worked up. Keona, that's why I'm worked up. Can you hear me? I understand, but they always say if you want to hide something from black people, but they always say if you want to hide something from black people, put it in a book. They always say that. This ain't real. I'm made up just to somehow harm the economy. Mm-hmm. That's not real. That's why I have to use this platform. That's why I have to speak out because there are too many voices out there who are encouraging you to risk your life. That are encouraging you to push your kids out there to risk their life. And so, yeah, I, I have to speak up and I have to speak up loudly. This ain't about you missing getting your nails done. That's not right. my complaint. This, I've been in the house since March 9th. You think I don't want to go out? 
you think I would much rather be on a movie set right now? You, you think I wouldn't want to be out and about? I ain't been in no French Quarter since March 9th. And ain't about to. Ain't about to. And I'm not about to encourage anyone else through my words or my behavior that, hey, everything is okay. Go on out there and do it. I can't. I've seen, I've seen too much. I've seen people's attitude towards hygiene before, before, during, and now on this side of this pandemic. Got to yep. speak up. Got to speak up. I like Chef Bougie's comment. It's much bigger and it's actually insulting to our people that her question was so demanding and, and shallow. I'm not exactly sure which, what he's referring to. Forgive me, y'all, because I didn't got behind on the chat. Hello? As conscientious people, we have to separate from those who wish to do and act like all is well. And I agree. And I, and I believe, I don't want to put words in Keona's mouth. To some degree, that's what Keona said. Well, you know, why worry? So, folks going to do what they want to do let them do what they're going to do. Yeah, I get that. But there are still people who are willing to hear something. So we got to post. We got to broadcast. We got to say it out loud. It's not safe, y'all. Don't fall for the hype. It's not safe. Right. Don't let people who otherwise have everything that they need to take care and support their family affect your decision about exposing yourself for the need of protecting and, and defending and, and supporting your family. Raina uh, uh, Love says, they're saying that we want to open up the economy because they're not making no money from the modern day slavery referendum. I agree. I absolutely agree. And to some degree, um, to some degree, Kiona, um, your hair, your nails, your cosmetics, African-Americans support that industry. African-Americans support that industry. Who owns Sally Beauty yes. Supply? Who owns the supplier that the nail shops, the hair shops, the barbershops get their products from? Who, who owns that? And often... Who do the nail shop, hair shop, barber shop pay rent to? Who holds the right. lease? Okay, and, and, and let's keep it real. That's why you can't separate the whole politics from religion. That's always been a, a, an illusion. In God we trust. Now, they want workers. They want workers. They want workers. They feel like the black people aren't working. What has that and, ever really happened? And if we did, so yeah, I, I have to speak out. It, it is that political. It, it is that big of a deal. Thank you, Raina Love. That's right. It's about modern slavery. It's about modern slavery. The argument was we can't let go of our slaves. We can't end slavery. It'll destroy the South. How will we live? How will we eat? How will we feed our children? All you got to do is take slavery out and inject coronavirus. It's an easy, it's an easy leap. 
It's an easy I don't understand. Especially when it's our why. people that get passwords. Right. Yes, um, I don't Chef Boozy. I wish I knew who you really were. <laughs> Chef Boozy. It's something about you that's familiar to me. Even though you're using this cartoon image right now. <laughs> but, um, but it's something familiar about you, bro. Yeah, we have to watch everything, every word, every nuance. This ain't personal, Kiona. It's not. Thank you, P. Anderson. We have the responsibility. Can y'all hear me? Activists have the responsibility to speak up. Revolutionaries have the responsibility to speak up. Maroons have the responsibility to speak up. We have to. Otherwise, we continue to see our people die with no argument, no repercussions, no funeral, no acknowledgement. Come on in, beloved. I hear you talking. Come on in. Yes, come on in, beloved. Yes, so I'm with you with that. Like, you're like on point because growing up in the 80s, um, my grandmothers and aunts. I seen them doing their hair in their own nails. We didn't have, um, you know, Asian pop-up shops, um, you know, to get our feet and nails. We didn't have that luxury. I'm from Mobile, Alabama, so we didn't have that luxury. And growing up seeing that, that taught me at that time, like, you know, home economics, how to sew your own clothes, how to take care of yourself, proper hygiene, cleaning your hands, and et cetera. And then, you know, when in the 90s you started seeing these Asian pop-up shops, um, I always noticed when the black women would go get their nails done, the Asian women didn't have any false artificial nails. Their their natural nails was very healthy, and um, the cuticles was clean, and et cetera. You know what I mean? And then now it's at the point to where if you walk in there, they're straight, just disrespecting the sisters. And when you go to the the beauty supply stores, which I would never walk into ever again, before I enter into the beauty supply stores, you see all the beautiful queens wrapped around with the different kind of hair and this and that or whatever. But when you walk in inside of the store and you look around to your left and your right, they have pictures of all the black sisters running out of their ceiling. They're staring at you. You know, it's just like on a whole nother level of disrespect. And so with that being said, you know, I'm not trying to call my sisters lazy or anything in that matter, but everything just became this just, just this one-hit spot, throw the wig on, throw the nails on, you know, go home and, you know, don't worry about cooking for your family. You could call in and order something. It just, it just became to the point to where we around here acting like we're so fabulous and, and so this and so that. But we have taken the, the spirit out of the home. We have taken the spirit out of hygiene and, and self-care and so on and so forth. So in this time, you know, just to see the black women wrapped around the corners to get their nails done, that bothers me. I agree with what you said at every level, beloved. At every level, but they know they know that they know that, and so they know that we've lost our identity. So they just sell yes. they just sell us theirs. Yes, they know that we don't have Wake our identity. Up. They know we don't Wake have our roots. Up. So they Wake sell their identity. They sell their roots, including the roots of their hair, for us to wear on our head. Well, it's really when we hear about because, our roots. But I'm a licensed cosmetologist, right? 
And the first thing they teach us in school years ago is that everything originated, cosmetology originated in Egypt. We taught them. They they took our trade and used it for their game. So when it comes down to it, the problem is the black community just don't want to go look in the mirror and just point it out individually. You understand what I'm saying? So it's like thing around us is benefiting but us. Love and hip hop. You know, you got all these reality shows where the sisters fighting each other, getting the booty implants, and this and that to each his own with the long nails, you know, to each his own. But what profits a female or male to gain the whole world and to lose their only begotten soul? But then, you know, I, on my website, I create healing tools for um, women of color. That's just what I do. And I get all kind of calls like, you're a witch, you're a voodoo queen, you I'm a high priestess, thank you. But then be, then be the same people that come to you because they're afraid to look in the mirror. And when yeah. I say that, you know, that's just a reflection of just what's going on right now. And I was going to the grocery store the other day, my husband, I pulled up and I yelled out the window, like, I can't believe y'all black women are still supporting these Asians when all of this happened. With the, I was like, you know what? I'm just done. I just throw the whole world away. You know, my family like, no. But I'm, huh? Oh, no, baby. But it's it's just, no, I don't want a hamburger because I just had this, this. I'm on the live show. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. If you're going to grill, absolutely. Thank you, God. But, you know, it's, it's just like, you know, what more can the ancestors show us? What more can King Prince teach us? What more can we learn from our elders? You understand what I'm saying? To just wake up. I'm yeah. sick of it. Yeah, yeah. And and we just want a quick fix to everything. And and we don't accept or 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 realize the truth that even in that we're being influenced by someone else. Not by by someone else. Um I like how the sister said, nobody cooks, nobody knows how to sew. I mean those are things that we have to know in New Orleans. You know, it's oh, yeah. men who can work a sewing machine in New Orleans. It's men who can sequence mm-hmm. and weave and, and make all your clothes in New Orleans. So, so I, I, man, I wanted to applaud sister. I need to get me another applause track. I wanted to applaud her in the midst of that. Because when we look at the generation, she sounds a little bit younger than me. But when we look at the 50s, the 60s, the 70s, the 80s, we slowly see that element being removed. Yeah. Shave off with each generation, they shave a little bit more of it off. Each generation, they shave a little bit more of it off. So we stopped cooking in what the eighties? Macaroni box, yeah. macaroni meal, hamburger yeah. helper. You know, we stopped cooking in the eighties, and then we learned how to do hair and nails, fake hair and nails in the nineties. <laughs> you know, and now it's. The 2000s, you know, well, now we're now in 2020, but but now it's technological, you know, advancement. Get online, get on social media, work it, work your app, you know, and each generation loses something in terms of how to communicate, how to relate, how to do for self, and then how to pass that on to someone else, how to then pass that on to the next generation. What do we have to pass on now to the next generation? 
You know, at All least right. our, our elders and those who came before can say, well, baby, I ain't got no land for you, but I can teach you how to do hair. I can teach you how to cook. I can teach you how to sew. I can teach you carpentry. I can teach you how to make your own this, that, and, and the other. What's being passed down now? Twerking? And that's true because we put more in the ground. We do. And that is, that is so true. We put more in the ground, even within us. There's a lot of our elders that are passing on, that are passing on full. When you leave from here, you're supposed to leave empty. Everything that you came here for, you're supposed to give it to humanity. You're supposed to leave here empty. But these grave sites are full. Yeah. You, you put more in the ground than a lot, a lot of people made in their entire life. To bury someone is very expensive. But I have a request before you move forward, whenever that is, there's no rush. Um, if you could please do the singing bell to lighten up this energy, because the message that was brought forth was very powerful. And I'm going to do my part to make sure that I speak up more than what I've been doing and not um, go with the crowd and not go with what people want to hear but yeah. go against it because the truth has to be spoken. And I can't make light of it and let go. I have to be pressured. I am pressured, and I have to continue to apply it. So your message yeah. rang true for me, and I'm going to do my part. But I would really appreciate it if we could release the energy and, and, you know, truth has spoken. If we could just lighten it up, you know, not, not you know, as, as far as um not being responsible, but it's really tense right now. Yeah, if you have I, a single bill, I, I mean. I get that, and I say it all the time that um, we have responsibility with this technology to speak up to leave a footprint. We now, more than any generation that existed before us, have the opportunity to leave a permanent footprint that could change society. How many of you, just 100 years from now, are going to be happy about what you left on your Twitter, what you left on your Instagram? Your great-grandchildren, your great-cousins, your great-nieces and nephews are looking for evidence of you looking for evidence of the ancestors, looking for evidence of people who came before. And we now have an opportunity to leave a permanent digital footprint. What is that footprint yeah. going to say about you? What is that footprint going to look like for you? Seriously. That's like they say, when you um, do things in the dark, it comes to the light, you know? What, whatever we do, whatever we say, the the spirit guides and the ancestors, your garden angels, they're recording everything. You understand what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, when I sit back and I look at this generation right now, my heart just, it just hurts for them. Because it's like, you know, your actions speak louder than words. So I totally agree. Yeah, and, and, and beloved, I'm I'm really speaking literal. We have an opportunity to leave a literal footprint. We I say I, I used to say it every day. We we are wasting our internet. If you're paying an internet bill and you got a, a gadget, a device, a lot of people are wasting it doing candy crush discussing foolishness, passing on viral messages that 
oh my God, half the time don't even make any sense. I, I, I don't even know what y'all be thinking about some of these viral these messages that, that go around. What kind of footprint are you leaving for the generations that are going to come behind you? For the generations that are going to look for, just like we're looking for right now, ancestors. Ancestors. Not even a hundred years after you are cremated or buried away, people are going to be looking for a footprint. And now more than any other time in history, we all have an opportunity to leave one. It's in your phone, it's in your social media, and, and all of your collective activities, and all your collective activities, what does it say about you? What does it demonstrate about you? That's at the root of my question. That was at the heart of my um, last statement, beloved, my, my most recent statement. It's what does that footprint, what is it going to say? The conversation that you're leaving now, social media, the chat that you're having now, what's being said right now in this chat, people 100 years after us will have the opportunity to look at it, to read it, respond to it, and what will it say about you? Right now in this moment in time space, Right now, in this moment in history, that's the question. So, I ask you now to breathe, to be, to be still, to be quiet, to be patient, to be careful, to be different, to be yourself, to be still. Be still. Breathe and be kind. Be kind. Be well. Be safe. Be happy. Be grateful. Be thankful. Be thankful for what you got. <laughs> be patient. Be prayerful. Be mindful. Indeed, be inquisitive. Be intelligent. Be discerning, be wise, be erudite, be practical, be conscious, be aware, be loved, be alert, be careful, be proactive, be available, be encouraged, be strong, be phenomenal. Be smart, be peace, be safe, stay home, stay home, stay home, just stay home, all is a blessing. Okay, Blog Talk Radio. I'm with you, Blog Talk. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
sit. <laughs> Fuck it, nah, pound my grandma do voodoo, magic. Fuck it, now I'm playing with that wolf. We just talk the head off a goose. Sister living proof. You can't walk a mile in my shoe. You can't even hang with my crew. I'm just trying to get bigger. Bigger. Staying independent, getting richer. I can't fall victim to the system. The fool of your killer. Homies trying to knock me out the pistol. I'm just trying to take care of my sister and provide for my brothers. If you plan cut, then I'm a cut. I'm heartless. I never love you. Never been a buster. If you ain't from the seats, nigga, fuck it. If Kojak got a problem, I bust it. I've been thinking since I see Centuries before our arrival, a sacred spot where corn festivals were celebrated, the almost Indians prepared this place for us. Centuries before our arrival, Congo Square, a sacred spot where corn festivals were celebrated, and as the colonizers came, our host, the almost Indians. They pushed aside our host. The colonizers came and pushed aside our host and introduced us in chains. And by the late 1700s, we somehow, recognizing the sacredness of Le Place de Congo, we Somehow, and the how of our somehow persuasive methodologies is not clear at this moment. The how is not clear. How our persuasive methodologies worked is not clear at this moment. But nevertheless, even as slaves, we crafted and created a space where we could be free to be we. And thusly, Thusly, we countered the sacrilegiousness of the French 
giving great homage to our ancestors as well as giving praise and thanks to our red-blooded brothers and sisters. This is an oral libation toast to Congo Square, to Native Americans, to our ancestors who made a circle out of a square and gave us a way to stay ourselves Save ourselves from the transformatory ugliness of America, which refuses to recognize the spirituality of life, which refuses to recognize the spirituality of life and celebrates death with crosses and crosses, double and triple crosses, the middle passage, the first cross, Christianity, the double cross, and capitalism, the ultimate triple coup de gras cross of our captivity. But the terror of crosses notwithstanding, we sang, we beat, we be, we was and is, hail Congo Square, Congo, Congo Square. Our African gods have not been obliterated. They have merely retreated inside the beat of us. Inside the beat of us. Our African gods have not been obliterated. They have merely retreated, retreated inside the beat of us until we are ready to release them into a world that we recreate. A world harrowed by the beat. Be, beat, being, beating, being of black heart drums. Heart beat. Heart beat. Heart beat at this place. At this place, be heart beat, beat. We beating place in new world space. Beating, being in place in new world, preserving our ancient pace. Our dance is the God walk. Our music, the God talk. First thing we do, let's get together. Circle ourselves into community. No beginning, no end. Connected together and singing, ringing, Singing in a ring. Second, let's be original, aboriginal. Be what we were before we became what we are. Be bambula dance. Be bonza music. And sing song words which have no English translation. Third, let us remember. Let us remember never to forget. Even when we can't remember the specifics, we must retain the essentials. Let us remember never to forget. Even when we can't remember the specifics, we must retain the essentials. The bounce, the blood, flow, the feel, the spirit, grow, energy, must retain and pass on the essential us-ness that others want to dissipate, whip out of us. Whoa!
but no matter. No matter how much of us they prohibit. No matter how much of us they prohibit. Deep inside us is us. Deep inside us is us. Remains us inside and needs only the beat to set us free. The beat to free us. It is morning. A sun day. A feel. A feel. Without shade. But dark. Dark with the people black of us in various, various, various shades, eclipsing the sun with our elegance. We are centuries later now, and still this sacred ground calls us to remember, to beat, to be. We are centuries later now, and still, this sacred ground calls us to remember, to beat, to be, beat Congo Square, be Congo Square. Beat. Dash of cayenne to the root Gonna put on my Greek grease suit Boil a gumbo Hot and steady Don't care if ready, ready Gonna pray at that old cemetery Down on Claiborne where she's buried Fire 
on the bayou When a black cat scratched at two Under a full moon that's blue Chant the magic words, Kufaru A dash of cayenne to the rule Gonna put on my Greek grease suit Black top hat, black suit too Single rod that molds this through I'm gonna get them bones out the graveyard for you Can't see my eyes, black shades too A dash of cayenne to the roof Gonna put on my green grease suit Black top hat, black suit too, same old ride that Moses threw. I'm gonna get them bones out the graveyard for you, can't see my eyes, black shades too. Going free at the old cemetery, down on Claiborne where she's buried, a dash of cayenne. To the roof, gonna put on my Greek grease suit. Yeah, black top hat, black suit too. Same old ride that Moses threw. I'm gonna get them balls out the graveyard for you. Can't see my eyes, black sheets too. Gonna pray at that old cemetery. Down on Claiborne where she's buried. A dash of cayenne to the room. Gonna put on my grease suit.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.